So let me ask you this. What do you think is the place for um, a citizen to consider conspiracy? How does a citizen think about uh, possible conspiracies? Well, what do we call Because, again, not just about conspiracy theories, but how about possible conspiracies? How should a citizen uh, think about them? Should a citizen think that it's definitely possible or should the citizen be listening and saying, oh, I want to filter this through the media? Or how much do you think that the media actually gives the real facts in order for a citizen to think it through? So I'm, I'm not sure of their uh, existence right now. I'm pretty sure they're still doing good work. Uh, it's Project Veritas. Those are real journalists who go in and disguise themselves and go undercover to get real information. These are the kinds of journalists that the CIA would be assassinating back in the day, or maybe even today. I don't know. Welcome to the Generation Zion podcast with Todd and David. Together, they discuss the war against God in the world today. Hello and welcome back to the Generation Zion podcast. I'm David. I'm Todd. And after taking our short hiatus, you know, very short, not definitely not a six-month hiatus, uh, we're back and Todd's going to be leading this one. He's got some questions for me. Yeah, well, one of the things that I find today is that the term conspiracy and the other more specific term, conspiracy theory or theorist, has become a bad word. It has become a word that has, quite frankly, been weaponized by people and weaponized by people on both sides. If you ever want to brand somebody a crackpot, a whack job, you just call them a conspiracy theorist. It doesn't matter what it might be. It's just that if you say that, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist or you believe in that, that's a conspiracy theory. You're saying that it, on the face of it, it is just a, a load of crap and if you believe that, you're just nothing but a nut. But the fact of the matter is everybody believes in conspiracies. Conspiracies are a real thing. They've always been a real thing. In the Roman days, there was a conspiracy to kill Caesar. They did so. That was a conspiracy. And what a conspiracy is, is in general, one or more people colluding together, getting together, and usually to do something nefarious. And... There's even a legal term, and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know what all the details of the legal, the legalities of it, but there's a legal term of conspiracy. So it actually is a thing. It has not been created out of thin air to say, oh, you're just a whack job. Where it comes in, where it's been, uh, and it comes into play here, and where it becomes this sort of bad word, the pejorative, if you want to just brand somebody a conspiracy theorist, is nowadays, and particularly you see it in media. The, the fact of the matter is, is that a lot of things have become labeled as conspiracy theories, even if later on they're proven true. The fact of the matter is, again, everybody believes a conspiracy. The question is, what conspiracies do you believe? On the left, you can believe, for example, that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. And you can say that 
hey, this was a conspiracy to affect an election and to destroy before it even happened and then even maybe do some things after the fact. On the right, you move four years down the line and there are conspiracy theories about what happened in the 2020 election. These are just two basic examples, but they happen all the time. What I'm curious about, and this is what I want to talk with you, David, is somebody of your age, somebody of this of this Generation Z, the Gen Z uh, mindset, what do they think about conspiracies, number one? And then I'm going to go through a list of things that have happened in the past that actually did happen, and there are, there are proofs of it. And do you know about them, number one? And number two, if you don't know about them, or you do know about them, really, have you really heard much about it? So we don't have to get into the things themselves that much. I'm just curious about whether you've heard about them. But what I'd love to know is what does Gen Z think about conspiracy? So I'm going to throw that over to you first, is what do Gen Z think about conspiracy theories. How do they handle them? What do they think of them? And is it something that is just a bad word when you hear that? So obviously I can't speak for everyone in my generation, but uh, I guess you can divide them to like uh, sectors of people. As you know, uh, every passing generation seems to be getting stupider and stupider. So there are people like me in the know who know these things and, and I, wouldn't, I don't want to say they're 100% truthful, but we know that these things could possibly be happening. You know, we know about these conspiracies. And there's uh, another group of people who I like to consider terminally online who know about this whole iceberg of theories that conspiracy theories that are probably so out there that there's no possibility or feasibility that they could be true at all. Uh, and there's so many different kinds of theories, uh, and, and some people will choose to believe them and others don't even recognize them. Like I just said, people get, are getting stupider and stupider every generation. There's people that just don't even care or recognize them to even a small degree because they just don't care about what's going on around, around them in the world. And uh, there's also different political parties. Uh, contrary to what the mainstream wants people to believe, uh, Gen Z is actually very conservative. Uh, at least uh, when you know, given surveys and stuff, there are a lot of uh, politically ambiguous people where they you know they take some from here, they take some from there. That seems to be a lot more popular, which is why the independent party is growing. In popularity, which is still a waste of a vote, in my opinion, even though I do uh, like RFK as an independent candidate. But uh, besides that, it's just there's just too many different kinds of people to uh, speak for an entire generation. I mean, if you look at the mainstream media, you're going to see a lot of like leftists, you know, and like, oh, these are just conspiracy theories and, you know, labeling people on the right as conspiracy theorists, you know, and that's what most people see. Because that's what the mainstream media tries to push out to people, but I'm I'm not I can't really say uh, what we think of them as a uh, as a whole generation. I can't speak for everyone. Well, I think that's fair. I think that it's difficult to speak for a generation uh, as a whole 
And I know that for me, I'm a Gen Xer. Uh, and I never really considered myself a Gen Xer. Like, it wasn't a thing that I adopted. It was just what we were labeled. And so I, I certainly can't speak for my generation. But I know that right now, the idea of conspiracy theories has been a, um, has sort of built up into a fever pitch on both sides. And I think one of the biggest problems is that the idea of a conspiracy theory tends to be linked to something that truly sounds like whack jobbery. Like there are reptilians and Hillary Clinton is a reptilian. And it's obvious if you just look in her eyes, you can see the reptilian eyes. And she is a gray or a, I can't even think of the other ones. It's not something that I ever even like entertained. Uh, if anybody's going to be a reptilian, as far as I'm concerned, Hillary Clinton is going to be one of them. But I don't believe there is such a thing as a reptilian. Um, but that's what tends to be lumped in with everything else. And I personally think that um, understanding when you go back and you start to see what has been done, I don't necessarily, I think there are conspiracies that have happened, but I think there are a lot of things that have happened that we don't need to call them conspiracies or not. But that's where this list comes in. And I'm going to read you a list. And this this list is... Um, is <coughs> well, so I'll stop you for one second. So the reptilian thing, yeah, obviously it sounds ridiculous, right? Uh, but we've, we've heard, uh, you know, the government say... Oh, or leftists in particular say, oh, the government would never do that. And then the government does that and they're doing it in plain sight. And if you point it out, it seems stupid because they've already convinced you and convinced themselves that the government would never do that. So I'm, I'm not, I don't believe that the reptilian thing is true, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things that like they could be doing it in front of us now and just make it look like they're wearing a ton of makeup or something. And, if you said, oh, that's actually a reptilian, you know, you look stupid and they're discrediting it. And that can apply to a lot of different conspiracy theories. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is, is there are these things out there. It's like being a flat earther. Look, I, I, I don't believe in the flat earth theory. I don't even know what the full argument is for a flat earth aside from a couple things that I've heard off on the side. But... It's possible you could have a, a, a an actual de debate about it, and um, but what's the other part about conspiracies is it tends to make people really upset. It tends to really put a line down the middle, and people either believe one thing or they believe the other, and you either have to believe your side or their side. Otherwise, you're just a complete idiot and whack job. But here's where I think that the, and I would say the government allows that, almost encourages that, and I think the media feeds that, is because then it can hide things that actually have happened. And this is where this, is where this list comes in. So here's what I'm going to do. Is I'm just going to uh, read some of these to you and see if you've ever heard any of this before, if you know anything about any of these things. So... Have you ever heard of someone named Naira and her part in, in the Iraq war? So I know there's a lot of conspiracy, uh, conspiracy surrounding uh, the Iraq war. Like we never found any WMDs. 
Uh, we were going there for gold and other things like that. But I've never heard that name. Have you ever heard of Operation Mockingbird? Yes. Yes. I'm very familiar with that. How about Operation Paperclip? Uh, I've heard it. I'm sure if you mentioned it, I'd know. It, I, I would say it's the same as Mockingbird. I just, it's just not as, uh, I'm not as well versed in it. So Operation Paperclip uh, essentially was after World War II that they brought a lot of former Nazis. Yes, yes, I know what you're talking Over about. to the United States and other parts in order to be able to lead up, basically not let the, as it was pitched, and not let the science go to waste and to use that. Um, the next one is the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Have you ever heard of the Gulf of Tonkin incident? Never heard of that. All right. That was one of the, that was a situation that happened in, uh, in the Vietnam that's actually supposedly an attack on a boat in the Gulf of Tonkin, which is one of the reasons why that we went into a Vietnam official. Um, how about Operation Sea Spray? I don't think so. How about Project MK Ultra? Yes, I think everyone knows about MK Ultra. That's why, uh, you know, Ted Kaczynski, MK Ultra, you know, he was uh, hypnotized by the CIA to blow up buildings. Well, th this will be interesting because I'd love to go and, and, and do a whole um, a, a whole larger podcast on Project MK Ultra. Uh, how about the Tuskegee experiment? Um, yeah, I think so. Just you know, you're gonna have to refresh me on that one. That one is the the one where they had given the uh, they had given uh, was it gonorrhea uh, or no syphilis to to a, a whole group of of black men in in that area of into in Alabama the Tuskegee area um, and they didn't tell them they were giving them they were saying they were doing a different study and they wanted to do a study to see the effects of syphilis mm. on people okay. Um, yeah, I've heard of that one. They've since apologized for that. Again, this is this is something that originally was considered to be some sort of conspiracy, but, but the was... government apologized for them doing it. Uh, Operation Fast and Furious. Yes. How about I, Operation I hate Popeye? No. Operation Northwoods. Sounds familiar, but I'm going to say no. Uh, have you ever heard of the studies that that? were done, scientific studies that were done that changed people's perception of sugar and fat. And this happened in the 60s, I believe. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of studies going on today, but I don't, I don't think I've heard of anything, uh, any studies from the 60s regarding that. Uh, how about the Great Reset? Yes. Yeah, that, that's like current, so. <laughs> Operation Ajax. Ajax. Uh, sounds familiar, but I want to say no. Have you ever heard of the time when there was uh, poison put into the booze during Prohibition? Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, how about COINTELPRO? COINTELPRO. Doesn't ring a bell. How about, uh, you've heard of Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah. <laughs> how about the, Ameri the Century for a new, the New American, what is it, uh, the... Project for the New American Century. That's right. I had to get that right in my head. And they're calling for a new Pearl Harbor. Have you new ever Pearl heard Harbor. of that? Uh, yeah, for World War Three. Actually, this was this was done around in 
year 2000 it came out in 2001 but it was a lot of neocons who were writing this project for a new American oh century. oh for an, oh 9-11 i remember it was yeah. it, well the thing is is that they called for that they said that basically they wouldn't be able to go f- to advance this agenda without a catastrophic and catalyzing event such as a new pearl harbor so we couldn't justify a and, war in the middle east this okay. was um this was the year before 9-11. Um, and have you ever heard of, well, have you ever heard, this is the, the Creature from Jekyll Island. Have you ever heard, there's a book called The Creature from Jekyll Island. But have you ever heard of the origins of the, the Fed? Origins of the Fed. And how I don't that, think so. how that actually started. No. Um, I would love to go through some of these at some, at some point because it was really fascinating. These are things that, one point or another were were considered to be just conspiracy unfounded conspiracy theories and the thing is about conspiracy theories is that the when you look at them anybody can can theorize about conspiracies because if you see things that are happening it, it can be in your own hometown where the the local government is doing like oh this um this this bid for a contract went to that person's like oh well you know that's the mayor's buddy and that's a, that could possibly be a conspiracy and there are a lot of people who will say yeah come on the, the mayor's buddy got it and we don't even think that he was really you know he deserved to get it at all let alone get this for the you know for the price that they're going to pay him that right there is a conspiracy, a theory about that conspiracy. You think that these two parties are, are colluding and you're theorizing about that. You don't know exactly at that point. But that's where conspiracy theories actually are more normal than people realize because this, t- this term has been, has been weaponized. Um, what I'm other curious, one, we didn't go on that list, but what I'm curious about is what have you heard, again, if you haven't delved into it too much, then that's one thing. But if you think about your how your friends think of it, is the JFK assassination. What do you think about the JFK assassination? And what do you think that people your age are talking about the JFK assassination? Well, I don't hear anyone uh, in particular my around my age really talking about it that much anymore. I mean, it happened so long ago. But uh, the people that do talk about it uh, around my age, uh, really seem to think that was an inside job conducted by the CIA. I mean, all the new evidence that keeps coming out about it, whether it's fake or real, it, it all keeps getting jumbled together. And it is possible that he was assassinated by the CIA. It was assass- possible that it, he wasn't. Um, but the fact of the matter is, JFK said that he was there. This is a quote, like a couple of weeks before he was assassinated. I think it goes along the lines of uh, there's a plot in the government to enslave every man, woman and child in this country. And I am going to stop it. And that's uh, that as long something along those lines. It's probably a little off uh, the quote, but that's essentially what he said a couple of weeks before he was assassinated. He also uh, was trying to dis basically whatever what RFK is trying to do now he wants to dismantle a bunch of government organizations those all those uh, corrupt three letter agencies and uh, those three letter agencies 
probably work with foreign governments. Uh, there's probably there's a definitely a lot of money involved in it. Everything that has to do with evil has money to do with it. Obviously, uh, no one would do anything evil if it didn't have any thing money. Uh, to, if it didn't involve money or uh, some kind of satanic religion or something along those lines to do the bidding of that uh, god, like Moloch, that satanic. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of, I believe, uh, involvement around that. Because of uh, what is it, Bohemian, uh, the Bohemian Grove, right? Uh, where they go out and do all that satanic ritual garbage with a bunch of high-ranking elites and all that. I I believe in a lot of that stuff, and uh, those those three-letter agencies, I believe, are involved in a lot of uh, all that dirty work that those high-ranking elites that I just mentioned want to do. Because a they're in close with those uh people running those uh, agencies and they have the same uh, satanic god they worship and uh, and they have a lot of money circulating it so they get those lower uh, ranks and rank and file of people to do their bidding. It, it's just such a huge structure of people that I could sit here all night trying to you know piece together how it might work, how it might work. And and I and it would just I'd never figure it out for sure because I don't know and but to get back to what you were saying about the JFK assassination um yeah based off of everything I said it's it's very likely that the CIA did assassinate JFK so let me ask you this what do you think is the place for um a citizen to consider conspiracy. How does a citizen think about uh, possible conspiracies? We want to talk because again, not just about conspiracy theories, but how about possible conspiracies? How should a citizen uh, think about them? Should a citizen think that it's definitely possible, or should a citizen be listening and saying, "Oh, I want to filter this through the media"? Or how much do you think that the media actually gives? the real facts in order for a citizen to think it through. So I'm, I'm not sure of their uh, existence right now. I'm pretty sure they're still doing good work. Uh, it's Project Veritas. Those are real journalists who go in and disguise themselves and go undercover to get real information. These are the kinds of journalists that the CIA would be assassinating back in the day or maybe even today. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't take anything the mainstream media says for granted. Uh, but definitely, like, keep your ears out and listen for those things that the media says and then cross-reference it with all your sources that you could possibly find. If you even want to consider the possibility of something being true, it, that goes without saying, consider everything to possibly be true, but take everything with a grain of salt as well. Because there's a lot of misinformation out there, and a term that a lot of people like to throw around these days is misinformation. It's not a, it doesn't seem to be a question of, um, you know, what news, what news source I want to watch today. It's more of a question of like which news source is actually telling the truth. And it's kind of sad that there are there's nothing protecting the American people from uh, lies in the media because. Again, going back to that huge structure of people, the media is part of that. Uh, billionaires own these news outlets. 
and control the news uh, that's getting put out. And those billionaires pay off politicians or work under them. It, it it's it's another huge conspiracy, you know. <laughs> now, do you think that people your age, in general, uh, you said that, and you said earlier that you feel like the independent parties, or at least the group of independents, is expanding, um, you know, regularly to some extent, whatever that is. But do you feel that people your age believe the mainstream media or do you think that the people your age tend to be skeptical of the mainstream media uh, i think for the most part if you get on the leftist side the liberal side they're going to be like oh cnn is telling the truth no matter what and if you get on the right side you know people are like oh fox news and especially with like older folks like with fox news but i think most people who are my age and right wing don't watch even watch fox news anymore i have it on my phone but just for like notifications of like some big breaking news happening like if there's a shooting or something so i can keep up on like what's going on with legislation regarding gun laws and things like that uh i i don't know a lot of other people who do that just keep up on like big things that are happening because most people hear about uh, around my age they don't hear about it through news they just log on to their social and find out it happens like on tiktok like i remember uh one time i found found out about i found out about uh that um that immigrant that killed those irish kids uh on tiktok before i even heard about it on the news because they just didn't report about it because they're the irish were rioting over it because it involved a minority so they didn't report on it because it doesn't you know it doesn't uh support the status quo that they want going on in this country my final question is, is that what are the uh, outlets, uh, social media aside, but what are some of the outlets that you personally tend to uh, favor? Where do you get your information that's not, I mean, you already mentioned TikTok. It's not that I'm putting it aside, but TikTok, and, and I don't know if you ever go on X or anything like uh, any of these other ones, um, but are there websites? Are there newspapers? Are there... Uh, larger news organizations that you tend to favor to get your news? So when, every time I picked up a newspaper, at least around here, it's they're just trying to find something to put on the front page because they don't want to report on real news. They don't want to report on the real problems. They just want to focus on this so they can uh, push an agenda or uh, push an idea to, onto people and and not focus on you know, the real things that are going on in the world. So I I tend to veer away from newspapers because uh, you know, it's the future. <laughs> uh I get most of my media like the place the places where you're going to find like video evidence of things and voice uh recordings and testimonies and things like that are just through social media honestly. Like that's where I find most of my tr the truth. That's where I find most of the truth happens because you you turn on the tv and you watch mainstream news outlet and they're just going to give you snippets and cherry pick whatever they want but people who actually care about the truth are fellow citizens people who actually care about whether they're whether they're left left or right you know at least most people i like to believe most people their hearts are in the right place they just don't have that uh 
proper guidance from God uh, like we do. Uh, but most people, I do believe, have have good intentions. So most people online, if they're trying to seek the truth, they're going to give you the whole truth and nothing but the truth, because they don't do do they don't do it for money. They do it so they can make people more aware of something. Uh, so places like Twitter or X, if you call it that, I call it Twitter. I will always call it Twitter. Uh, TikTok. Uh, sometimes, if you are lucky and they don't take the content down, you can find it on like YouTube or. Instagram. I know a lot of YouTubers who just like to cover things and they get their channels demonetized because they talk about things that YouTube doesn't like. Uh, but they they give out the truth of what's going on for nothing because they've been demonetized. And that's how, you know, you know that they're really j just care about the truth. Uh, you know, places like that. You just need to find the right people. I can't name uh, anyone in particular because usually it's always a random person that I don't bother following. It just there's just so many people who actually care about these things, posting it online, it, it, making it easy for you to find these things. Well, I think that's good. I mean, personally, I find um, that Twitter, well, it. I, I don't disagree that it's the dumpster fire that everybody says it is in general. I find that Twitter, you can get more real information if you average out all the stuff that you see. Well, especially since Elon Musk took over, he really cares about um, not, like no censorship. And he's even considering putting letting Alex Jones have a platform back on Twitter. Uh, I think the only reason was is because uh, all that Sandy Hook... Uh, thing the whole thing with sandy hook and alex jones some people believe i i listened to that um tucker carlson interview with him uh just the other day and i think it was just yesterday because it just released yesterday um and he may he he doesn't seem like a crazy person that you might you know might have thought he was before and some people actually think that Alex Jones committed the Sandy Oak shooting for some reason. It's really weird. If you listen, I highly recommend anyone listening to this go listen to that if they haven't already. Uh, it's the Tucker Carlson interview with Alex Jones. It's easy to find on his uh, Twitter page. Uh, yeah, it, and like I said before, that misinformation. People think that he committed the shooting for whatever reason. Uh, but it, it, I'm glad that it's becoming more of a space for free speech and freedom, uh, freedom of inform to obtain this inf information from anyone, especially with the uh, adding context and fact checking uh, you can put under people's posts. Uh, it, it really helps you uh, like thin out that's that all that information and pick out what's fake and what's not. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. And I think I, I think one thing that gets lost, um, even people in my generation, is that um, you shouldn't pick anything up to just blindly believe it. You know, that you should be be discriminating in, in what you think. You should be having discernment in what, you, what you're reading and what you're thinking through and what the facts are. Not even making a decision until you have more of the facts. I think part of the problem these days is that you're supposed to, by the end of an abbreviated article, have some opinion. Whereas 
I personally rarely have an opinion when I first start hearing about something. No matter what it is, I need to look into it more. I need to review more than information. But I feel like there are so many people who their thought is, I have to have an opinion on this one way or another by the time I'm done reading this. And it could even be a tweet. It could be a little video, but it's like, I need to be, now I've got to draw my line of where I stand on that. Whereas I personally don't, I don't, I, it takes a while for me to come to a conclusion. And I, I don't think that that's, I, I think people in my generation aren't necessarily like that. I think that we've gotten to that point where we bow to immediate snap decisions. And I, I think that's always going to be a problem. Yeah, I, and that's just how it was for so long. You just had to take what you saw for granted in the news. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that's how it was when you were growing up. You had to believe what you saw in the newspaper. And you had to believe what you saw on TV because otherwise you just have to go find those people that were there in that moment on whatever they're reporting on. And, and you had no boat. Now, now we live in the age of information where everyone has access to everything. And it's easier to find what you need to find, especially... Uh, nowadays where where people are trying to cover up all these things but there are people working against that actively working against those uh cover-ups and exposing what is true like we know that uh there is there is a plan for a great replacement people are talking about it in mainstream politics now they're saying the quiet parts out loud and that that tells you that tells you that we're getting to a point where we're going to figure out we're going to uncover all this trash and all these cover-ups to find out what's really going on in our country what's what's really going on through these politicians heads what they're talking about with other politicians and billionaires and hopefully hopefully we can uh as a as an Ameri as a, a united america take that down Take that plan to destroy this country down. Agree. I I I think that we have to be. Yeah, we have to be very. We have to be prepared. We have to be wary and vigilant. Yeah, and uh, I was hoping next time uh, we could actually expand on uh, that in figuring out like community building. How do you build a community? How do you? get connected with people that are around you, people that are like you, people that agree with you. So you can create that community and create bonds and relationships with people so that you can prepare for what is coming inevitably. Uh, things that are going to happen in this country, you might feel safe now where you are, or maybe you don't, and you realize that you need to start doing this now. It's not too late. It's not too late to build a community and build friendships. All right. If you're shut in, we're going we're gonna to cover that too. All right. Uh, hopefully, if Todd is okay with that. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that sounds like a fantastic, fantastic thing to tackle next time. So on that note, uh, do you have any uh, closing thoughts? I, I think this is, this is you know, I, I think these are things that people need to talk about. Like, I think preparation needs to be talked about. I'm glad we're going to be talking about that. But I think even people are so afraid to even talk about things that would be labeled as conspiracy theories. And I want to encourage people to stand up and say, look, I'm not making a decision. I'm not, but I can entertain what the evidence is here or there. And I think discernment, discrimination, and thinking for yourself is the key. That's a, that's a great uh, note to end on. That's a great statement to end on. So uh, I think I'm going to close it off now and the recording.
Is that all you have to say? All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, Give us a follow. It really helps us with the algorithm if you like as well. Uh, You don't have to give us any money. Just we just want to get this message out there. And for those of you returning listeners, uh, we are not dead. We're okay. And we will continue to upload uh, regularly, hopefully, unless something happens. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what happened because uh, no. All right. Bye.